Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 461, recorded live on Sunday, May 8th, 2016. And here are your hosts, the man who went to the suburbs of Chi-Town today, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who went to the heart of the D yesterday, <coughs> Andy Lowe. Hi. Uh, <laughs> but... You, you do realize that on the internet, saying the D typically has a different meaning than what I think you're going for, right? Having heard myself say that, yes, I do believe you are correct. <laughs> okay. No take backs. <laughs> nope, I won't take it back. But for those um, who don't know, Detroit is normally called the D. By whom? Kate says nobody calls it that. I call it the D every once in a while. So, called by Andy the D. Because yes. no one else has ever called that. Wow. I've, I've had other people call it the D. Motor City? Motor City? Fox Sports calls it the D all the time. No, they. I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> April in the D. There we go. No, no, no. I'm I'm in agreement with Kate on this one. There is a hotel in Las Vegas called the D. Yeah. Are you just looking for other things that you you could call the D besides a dick? <laughs> so what were you doing in the D, Andy? And by that, I mean Detroit. What were you doing in downtown Detroit? We were going to a Detroit Tigers game. <clears throat> because nice. I had gotten tickets uh, at the last minute. So Who were the Tigers playing? The Tigers were playing Texas. Did they win? No, they didn't win. Oh. It, it was bad. It was going okay. Is, is this going to be another bad year for the Tigers? <sighs> It, Emphasis on another. It depends on how well we hit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on you calling Detroit the D, and like just going back to bad puns and terrible jokes anytime you start referencing that, like hitting on the D. I. Okay, so I will never call it the D ever again around ever. you. Okay, around me. <laughs> and I guess fine. also Kate. Around Kate. And maybe maybe not Chi-Town? Chi-Town's also a... You are not hip with the lingo. First off, hip hasn't been hip in like 30 years. Second off, no. <laughs> Actually, I do know people who call it Chi-Town. See? But they're from Chicago and are allowed to say that. So, all right, well, you went to uh, to Detroit. You got to go see the game. I went to Schaumburg, Illinois, which is on the northwest side of Chicago. Famous, famous, sir, for medieval times. Oh, man, medieval times. I have not been there in forever. You've gone before? Yeah. I had never been. Oh, um... See, the last time, let's see, we went, we went with the marching band one time mm-hmm. down in Florida. That was freshman year. And then uh, senior year, I think we, 
Did we go with Wind Ensemble senior year as well when we were in Chicago? You are asking the wrong guy. God, it's been it's been so long. As a reminder, I was not in band. True. But uh, I don't remember if it was the, the Wind Ensemble visit or the marching band visit, but I decided to become the heckler of the crowd. Oh, that's mean. Well, I wasn't really like... Those guys put in a lot of work. No, I wasn't heckling. I was like cheering. Yeah. So I, you know, okay. you, you have your colored section. Well, cheering, cheering is fine. In fact, you may hear like my voice kind of sort of giving out because we were cheering so hard. Yeah. Oh, the, believe me, mine was as well. My, I was sitting there, you know, like cheering for my night the whole time. And like I was I was getting into it. Shouting at the other nights. Yes. When they pulled dirty tricks. Yeah. At one point, though, um, so, <coughs> I forgot when it was, but as the night had progressed, I kept on, you know, just ragging on the other nights until at one point, literally one of the nights, like when he was getting introduced to the section, actually like pointed at me in the crowd and did the finger across the throat thing. <laughs> so I started going, oh, you want, you want a piece of me? You want, you want to go? And I'm, oh, oh. man. And you were you were probably not even old enough to drink at that nope. point. Yeah, we had plenty of booze. <laughs> but, so imagine things like that, but with booze. Sounds sort of like some of the baseball games I've been to. <laughs> booze at medieval times, my friend. So good. So, so good. Now, my question is, do they have the uh, the beers that are not... Like, it'd be great if they actually did, like, medieval ales rather than, you know, no, modern they beers. They had Miller. <laughs> <laughs> medieval ale, nothing. They had Miller. They had a cider. Uh, and oh, cider wouldn't be bad. A fully stocked bar. Oh, I don't know about fully stocked, but a well-stocked bar. Three different kinds of vodka. That's a lot of vodka. Yep. So, <laughs> it, was, uh, it, it was an event. We were there for a bachelorette party. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to go to a co-ed bachelorette party. Okay, co-ed bachelorette party. Okay, for a second there, I was like, wait, you went to a bachelorette party. Yes. That would be fishy. I'm going if to the said bachelorette if it was party, and then I'm going to the bachelor party next week. Is the bachelor party also going to be co-ed? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it will be. It'd be weird if one was and one wasn't. That would be, uh, it almost was. It was almost that the bachelor party was co-ed, the bachelorette wasn't. And then the bride found out, like, wait, I can do that? <laughs> the That's said, a, hey, yeah. hey, man, we live, in, we live in modern times, which is why we'll go <laughs> to see medieval jousting. Hey, don't diss going to see medieval jousting. I, so I'm fun. not. I it honestly. As soon as you told me this, I turned to Kate and I'm like, Dave did what we had actually just talked about was going to medieval time. We had any, any time, Andy, any time you want to do it. You, I, how, how far away is it for you though? It's like an hour and a half drive. Yeah. Well, for us, it's a bit for you, it's more. It's a two and a half hour drive. I, it's two and a half hours for you, Andy. Did you already look that up? Is that what, how you know? I'm doing it now. Kalamazoo. Two hours, 40 minutes. <clears throat> yep. So almost three. Yep. You could take the train. I could take the train, yes. But the train into Chicago is not the most reliable thing. 
Nope. But the the way we did it is the way that you want to do it, which is we got a hotel room. Yeah. So there was a hotel that is like across the street from medieval times. So we'd get the hotel room. You guys would come in at some point in the day. We'd come in at some point in the day. Spend the night and then go to medieval times the next day and then just go home. Yeah. It was so fun, Andy. It was so fun. There was a falconer and there were horses and it, it was just a good time. No, I, I don't doubt it because I enjoyed was, my last time amazing. there. Serving wench was incredible. She did a great job. I, I hate to call her a wench because she was just so good. So that's what I got to do. So that must have been fun, yes. as we have heard. And then, of course, you, know, you can't just end the bachelorette party there at Medieval Times. We went back to the hotel and proceeded to watch The Princess Bride. <laughs> well, that was nice. Yep. <clears throat> and now I'm back. And kind of, sort of sick, as you may hear from all the coughing. I had no voice going into medieval times, and now I really have no voice coming out. Well, let's try and make this quick, then. Sure. By that, I mean... As as quick as we can, because we have an hour-long podcast no matter what. Um, Okay. Well, since we were talking about baseball with you going to a Tigers game, Mm -hmm. let's start with Nintendo selling off... It's stake in the Seattle Mariners. I had always forgotten that those two were combined. Some of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Granted, Not probably so if I'm in Seattle, then it combined. would be. It's just that Nintendo had a majority ownership of the Mariners. It's actually really touching, like, why they did. Right? It's not the most common thing for a company to buy a baseball team. No. I say that not knowing about any other baseball teams. It might actually be completely normal. Uh, but essentially, the the Mariners were at risk for being purchased and moved away from Seattle. And so as a show of respect and gratitude, the then president of Nintendo bought the team so that it would stay in Seattle. Which is funny because he, has, he had never been to a baseball game. He didn't like the sport. He wasn't a baseball fan. He's like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Got spare change, but Nintendo is selling off their stake. Which they'll probably get a decent chunk of change for that. Will they? I don't know. How good are the Mariners? Right now, pretty dang good. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. I I wouldn't know. Let's look at baseball standings right now. Full standings. Mariners are 18 and 12 right now. They're leading the AL West by a game and a half. Good for them. So they have the second best record in the American League right now. And overall? Uh, one, two, three, four. They're fifth overall. Okay. So the National League is doing better. Yeah, the National League right now. The, the Cubs are 23 and 6 right now. The Cubs. Okay. The redheaded stepchild <laughs> of the baseball world. I'm sure. I don't know baseball very well. Well, okay. So there were there were two two teams that you know had big fan bases and never won a playoff game, sort of thing, which was like the Red Sox and the Cubs. Both of them were just like, oh yeah, you're doing good. Even if they get into the playoffs, they would just fall apart and lose. It was one of those things where it's the longest drought of not winning a World Series in something like that. Okay. Yeah, Mets too as well. So yeah, the Cubs were normally bad, but you'd have the very devoted fan base but right now pretty good (laughs) pretty good okay well then it's a good time to sell right 
because the value of a team is based entirely on how they're performing at that moment, right? Not really. That's, that's how it works, right? That's totally how selling a baseball team works. I have it's a like feeling the stock that... market, and it's their scores are the stocks. It's the number of runs. It's kind of not how that works. No? If the team had to be good in order to make money, I feel like the Ford family would have sold the Detroit <laughs> Lions years ago. No, 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 no. It's not if they're good, they make money. It's that the value of the team is directly related to how good they are. It has nothing to do with them making money. That's how much food you sell at the game. Okay. Five Major League Baseball teams that are still worth close to $2 billion. All right, this was March 28th. Let's see. Chicago Cubs right now, team value of $1.8 billion. That's a lot of money for a team that doesn't win. Okay, so 2014, the Chicago Cubs had an operating income of $73.3 million and generated revenue of $302 million. A lot of money. Uh, the Ricketts family sold a minority interest of the team to six different investors in order to raise $150 million to help renovate Wrigley Field. It was during this deal that the Cubs were given a valuation of $1.8 billion. So much money. Organization has come a long way since 2009 when the Ricketts bought the team, the Wrigley Field, 25% of Comcast Sportsnet Chicago, and some close real estate for $845 million. Red Sox are valued at $2.1 billion, LA Dodgers $2.4, and the Yankees $3.2 billion. Okay. Yeah, so the Yankees, you know, it's, it's your market is what it seems like. San Francisco, Chicago, LA. So all the big cities? Yeah, that's what it seems. It's, <laughs> you don't have to be good to make money. You just have to be able to sell your team to the markets. <laughs> so speaking of other corporations, we yeah. talked about it last week, but it's official. Charter Time Warner has been approved by the FCC. Yay, new charter. Mm -hmm. Long live new charter. I love how there was one article there saying, like, this is the worst thing ever. And the, part of the reason was that it's like, yes, there's the, the caveats for the merger, but the caveats are only for seven years. Right. And so in seven years, we're screwed. That said, seven years is a long time, and the technologies could change completely between now and then. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's what my thought was. It's like, yes, seven years, you know, could be a problem, but seven years ago... That's a problem for us seven years from now. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that good logic? Just like oh, the value of a baseball team? That's, that's government logic. Oh, yeah, don't, we don't have to worry about it. That's seven years down the road. We'll figure it that's, out then. That's a different administration. What was the, the line? For, did you ever watch the Steve Jobs movie? Not the nope. one with... Um, Ashton Kutcher? No, yeah, not Ashton Kutcher, but the other one? Nope. There was a line during that movie where somebody talked about, like, they set up Sky Skylabs. Yeah without a plan of how to get it back because they thought by the time its end of life will be around somebody will have figured it out how to bring it back yeah i had that work out that's what he said is they didn't figure it out <laughs> but that was the thought process is, oh we'll put it up there and we'll you know figure that one out in 10 to 15 oh. years how to bring it home and yeah also skylab just kind of burned up in the atmosphere yeah Ooh. so, so I'm, we're I'm gonna just... have Comcast is going to be huge. 
no. 28 million well, subscribers. Comcast is already huge. Yeah, Com- Comcast is huge at 28 yeah. million. This is not Comcast. No, New Charter is going to be 24. Almost as big as Comcast. Almost. If only they actually competed. <laughs> I'd be so happy about it. Like, if they were actually competitors, that would be great. Yes. Right? Like, think of AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint. They are actually competitors. Yes. They have pushed technology and pushed the bounds of what their phones can do, and they keep prices relatively down. Well, there is there is competition in that. When T-Mobile drops their price or does this, that, the other thing, suddenly, hey, look at that. Suddenly we talked about it a week or it. two later, a month or two later. Right. Like, hey, guess what? Uh, these sites no longer count towards your data cap. Well, aside from that being anti-net neutrality, mm-hmm. everyone did it all of a sudden. This is like, boom. Uh, yeah, we'll do that too. Yep, that, that's it. Or, hey, we'll give you money back if you switch to us from another organization. And everybody was doing that. Now everyone does it. It's like to your benefit to just start randomly switching between different companies. I guess I'll spend two weeks on Verizon, or a year on Verizon, and then spend a year on T-Mobile, and then spend a year on Sprint. So, it's too bad that Charter and Comcast don't actually compete. Instead, they're trying to compete against the municipalities, and (laughs) that's that's not a fair fight. No, not when they got to write the laws. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of law, Stingray. Yeah, this one's... Okay, so we know what a Stingray is, right? It's the device that police can use to track a cell phone. Yeah, it it basically acts like a cell phone tower. According... If your phone connects to it, your phone thinks it's connecting to... So it's a a man in the middle. Yeah. Can you listen to conversations? No, this one's just, uh, it, it can just pull the date. It's, well, it's like any other man in the middle, so you can't actually listen to the conversations, but you can still, you know. Wait, that's the purpose of a man in the middle, is to listen into the conversations. I'm, well, I'm trying to see if the uh, Stingray can do that. Uh, I think it just, yeah, I think it just pulls your cell phone uh, so IMSI just, number. Okay, so it's just for tracking the phone. Yes. Like, actually figuring out where the phone physically is. Yes. Okay. So these are, you know, not cheap pieces of hardware. Normally, um, let's see, Howard County had spent $452,000 on its system since 2011. Annapolis police received $185,000 grants. Other counties have reported spending on average of a quarter million dollars for their versions. Mm-hmm. And the Annapolis police used theirs to hunt down a single man who had stolen... 15 chicken wings and three sandwiches from a pizza bowly. Total th- cost of his theft, $56.77. Total cost of tracking him? No, no. Total cost of what he I know, stole. I am saying, like, so what was the cost of tracking him? Well, have you having to run this Stingray thing here? Normally these things are but only you, supposed to be used. you already have the Stingray. Yes, but these things are only supposed to be used basically for terrorist threats. Hey, man, $50 of chicken wings is $50 of chicken wings. That's like a tenth of a grand theft. It's a, a desert theft. It's, but still, it's not... It's. I don't know. It feels like it's that, that thing from the, the Batman movie with the Joker where he actually has like the echolocation searching everybody in the city to try and find the Joker. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like it's that one, but instead of the Joker, Batman's hunting down a guy with $50 worth of chicken wings. I feel like it's like... And the fun fact is, they didn't actually even find the guy. Nope. No, they didn't actually find the thief. Oh, no. So they used it, but didn't find him with it? Yeah, this is one of the 17 occasions since the device has been used in 2011 in Annapolis. Uh, Maryland State Police have used it uh, 125 times since 2011. Howard County has used it 129 since 2011. And Mm -hmm. Baltimore City has used the Stingray 4,300 times since 2007. Holy crap baskets. Guys, that's not what it's for. Nope. That is a lot of uses. And what's funny is the fact that sometimes you can't even tell if it would, if there are defense lawyers who are trying to find out if this was used against their clients and they can't actually find out because normally these things are actually owned by the FBI and basically like leased out Leased. to the police departments yeah. and they have to sign like an NDA sort of thing. What? Oh my God. Andy, we live in a police state. Like, it, that's that's a thing, and it really shouldn't be, and that scares the crap out of me. <clears throat> yeah. It's one of the things, I just, I just, I heard this, and I'm like, really? That was, the, that was the lead that was buried there, was like, the Baltimore City Police have used it 4,300 times in the last seven, eight years. That is nuts. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting year. Privacy and these elections are going to be very interesting. All right. Um, do we have something a little happier? Um, SpaceX yeah. landed another Falcon that's- 9 rocket on a floating drone ship. Yay! Good for them. So that's two out of five? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, it's, their odds are improving. This one was actually even a tougher landing than the last one that they made because this one was putting a uh, satellite into geostationary orbit. Ooh. So this one was even, like, farther up than the last time, so. So they had to go higher and still land the rocket. Mm-hmm. Good for them. So that's two of them now. It is, I, I mean, it is super, super impressive. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, the, what was the thing? Dropping a pencil from the Empire State Building? And hitting a penny? Something like that. Granted that the pencil can adjust its own flight. Yeah. The pencil can see the penny from, like, forever away and adjust itself onto it. But yeah. still, landing a pencil on a penny. Not bad. All right. Well, that that is better news, and thank you for that. That makes me a little happier. Uh, slightly less happy news. A engineer at Volvo, which we we all hopefully know the company. It's the... Safety first car, mm-hmm. right? That's Volvo. It's it's all about safety. Yes. Uh, he is scolding Tesla, like ready to yell at them about the self-driving aspects of the Tesla cars, saying that they're, they're claiming it's uh, far more autonomous than it really is, that it's just causing accidents and getting people into dangerous situations. Well, the people who were getting into dangerous situations with the autopilot before were not using it well because the they were way using it was it, supposed to be used. Right, because they were using it as an autopilot. 
when Tesla comes out, a company that's supposed to be like super high tech and says, yes. "Hey, we made a self-driving car." Well, they didn't I say expect- it, they didn't say, they said it they, they said they came they out with this autopilot driving car. They used those words. Even if they didn't, even if all they used was autopilot, I would expect autopilot is I tell it where I want to go and then sit back. Yeah, okay. So this one was t- Tesla marketing going putting the 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 cart in front of the horse. Yeah. They should have said, look, this is this is just like Mercedes-Benz highway driving assist. Right. Which this is, is very different than autopilot. <laughs> yeah. And so this engineer Tesla, not Tesla, Volvo was saying like, uh, they are going a little overboard and they, they are making claims that just are not true. And oh, by the way, Volvo has a plan to launch a level four autonomous car in Wait, the next level, couple of years. Level four, that's the one where it's like no driver required. That's like the Google right. car with no steering wheel level right. four, right? Like level four, like as autonomous as you can be. Handling any situation without human intervention. Oh, geez. Maybe I should get one of those when I have to drive from market to market. Yep. That's Volvo's goal. They want to put out a level four car. Which I don't doubt them, because they were one of the first ones to do the automatic braking. Mm-hmm. Granted, the, one of the press demos where the braking didn't work was... Uh, Oops. <laughs> yeah. Because they're doing safety. They are mm-hmm. all about... And like, autonomous car is going to be way safer. Yes, one of the ones where I feel like you got to hand it to them just one little piece at a time. Don't say... <laughs> just say, okay, look, this is... All- but the problem that the Tesla had was the fact that they didn't actually only enable it on highways like it was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, you can turn it on anytime, and then they would freak out, and they're like, all right, hold on. You guys aren't that, using it correctly. We're going to take it that, back. And, and Tesla, there's an inherent flaw in level three autonomous vehicles. Level three is the, oh, shit, something's going on that I can't handle. Let me hand it back to the human. That's the, the idea of level three. Mm-hmm. Well, but if you're doing level three, then you're doing autonomous vehicles. And so I, as the human, am not paying attention. Why would I use an autonomous vehicle if I have to pay just as much attention as if I'm driving? True. Yeah, <laughs> if the level three kicks it back to you, if there's ever a problem that I can't figure out. Then why would I use it in the first place? Yeah. I feel like that would come to a lot of people reading a book and yep. then looking up and going, oh, shit, and then trying to... Ah, uh, crap. Yep. So Volvo's committing to a level four, fully autonomous, no human interaction required. Love to see that one at the uh, next Detroit Auto Show. Yep. I think a lot of people would love to see that one. I don't think we'll see it at the next auto show. No, this this sounds like a 2020 sort of release. Yeah, this sounds like... Four, six, ten years down the line. Even so, ten years down the line, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Potentially, if you had kids now, they'd never have to learn how to drive. It's still going to teach them, though. Yeah, for when the revolution comes. Yes. And they have to go find an old, like, manual transmission. Oh, that's the other one, yeah. Trying to junkyard. teach them how to actually work a clutch. Yep. Teach them a motorcycle first. It's really easy to teach the clutch on a motorcycle, and then that translates back. Keep that in mind. <clears throat> so other car news. Car news? Yes. Okay. You ever heard of the McLaren F1? I'd, I'd like to point out I posted both a baseball and a car topic. <laughs> 
Didn't you do that like two weeks ago or something like that? I, I put a car topic two weeks ago, but I didn't put baseball. This time I put baseball and car. Oh my Just want to point that out. So no, I don't. I don't remember a McLaren. What was a okay. McLaren? McLaren F1 is one of those supercars. Okay, like F- Formula One F1. Well, the McLaren does a Formula One team, but the Formula One uh, sports car mm-hmm. uh, was released back in 1998, I do believe. Yeah. Sorry, 1992. Okay. Uh, it set released the world. At some point. Yeah, it set the world fastest production car record at 231 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those like fast cars. <clears throat> okay. Um, they're also quite expensive because most of them are now valued at about $10 million or more. Okay. In order to work on them, because of the computer electronics inside, McLaren has to own a compact LTE 5280 laptop. That is a laptop from the 1990s. That's an old laptop. Yes, the compact LTE laptop computer was introduced in 1989. And so they need this because it's the only thing that can talk to the computer in the car? Yes. There is a... Couldn't they run an emulator? No, it's, it's a hardware-based um, CA card interface. CA ah, cards kind of ah, do like a, like a hardware... Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh, my God. So in order to work on your $13 million <laughs> sports car, you have to find an old... <clears throat> compact laptop that has the correct conditional access card built into it so that you can actually talk to talk the software to the inside the engine. Oh my god, that's beautiful. So it's the 1990s version of a USB security key. Mm-hmm. Which they said, yes, we're working on it, but we just haven't gotten it fixed yet. <laughs> that is beautiful. Sometimes these car companies are like, yes, I understand that, you know, you're using the electronics and everything, but this, whose right mind was this one? Where it's like, all right, we're going to set something up here. So only the correct specific people are going to be allowed to use it. And then, you know, 20 years down the road, it kind of shoots them in the foot. Be nice. It's the whole John Deere, we control the software, therefore you can't tinker with it sort of mentality. And that's just... Yeah, well, and now they're running into problems with it. Yes. God, still can't believe it. <laughs> Thirteen million dollar sports car, compact laptop. Did not see those in the same sort of spectrum. How much do the laptops go for? Well, they're going up for more and more prices now because you can't find them anymore. Okay. So I how think much they do paid, the laptops go for? I think they paid a couple, like two thousand, three thousand dollars for their last one. Should go buy a bunch of them right now. <laughs> Call it an investment. (laughs) Slowly let them back out onto eBay. Looks like one right now on eBay is $320. But is it working? I hope so. Hope so, too. Let's see, what other news do we got going on here? Oh, uh, Perler just released a few new colors. I don't think that's something that most of you are going to care about, though. Nope. The United Arab Emirates wants to build a mountain... A mountain? Yes. Are they going to start with a molehill? I don't know, but they want to build a full-sized artificial mountain. The UAE, who, you know... Has some money. Yeah. Okay. So they want to change the weather pattern in their area. Yes. 
They want to build an artificial mountain to allow it to rain more in the UAE. Um, so I'd like to point out chaos theory, right? <laughs> yeah. Chaos theory, the whole thing of like, this is a chaotic pattern and it's really, 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 really hard to predict what's going to happen because of that. The original impetus of chaos theory was weather. Mm -hmm. They are suggesting changing the local weather pattern permanently. Mm -hmm. You want a nice example of chaos theory and weather? Ready for this? I got this one from XKCD. The Amazon rainforest exists because of the Sahara. All right, lay that one on me. The sand in the Sahara has a lot of nutrients. Yes. Because nothing's sucking it away. No. So there's an annual dust storm, essentially, that takes sand from the Sahara across the Atlantic and and drops drops it it onto the Amazon. Okay. I can see that, yeah. Giving it tons of extra nutrients, and thus the Amazon rainforest. So the UAE, which is part of, I do believe, the Sahara. it is not. Oh, it isn't? It's further east. Okay. It's on the Saudi Peninsula. All right. I think. But, like, just that sort of interaction, right? It's a global interaction. Making a new mountain could have far-reaching impacts. Let alone the the mere fact of trying to move that much rock. Yeah, that that was my first thing. It's like, okay, how big is this mountain going to be? What's it going to be made of? Yep. <laughs> styrofoam. You just do, like, cube after cube after cube of styrofoam. Oh, jeez. And you build it, and you anchor it, and you put more and more and more styrofoam on it, and then you just coat the outer layer with rock. So weird. Why couldn't we put that money and investment and research towards a space elevator? Wouldn't that be like more cost effective in the long run for the betterment of humanity? But no, this is not the betterment of humanity. This is the betterment of the UAE. Here's a suggestion. Don't live in the goddamn desert. (laughs) But that's where the oil is. That's where their money is. My God. Oh, God. Why? Andy, why? I don't know if we actually have this as a topic, but you hear about the uh, one of the Saudis getting rid of their uh, finance ministers or something like that? Because he heard. was the one who was behind the master plan of just keeping production up even though Oil the price was going down. I have heard some, some deep shit about the Saudis and that their economy is in crap. Yeah, because they're not making as much money as they used to. Yep. Part of it is they lost control of OPEC. Yeah. Um, Some of the other OPEC countries said, like, fuck it, we're going to produce what we want to produce. God, I heard that. I was like, this looks like a a Bond villain sort of thing. I want to make a mountain. Yes, (laughs) we're going to make a mountain and turn the Sahara. Isn't that what Superman was about? (laughs) The new one, Man of Steel, he wanted to make an island, right, and drown out everything else. Like, wait, wait, which new one? Uh, before Batman vs. Superman was Man of Steel. Oh. Before that one was the new Superman, right? Yeah, what was that one called? Ah, Superman Returns? Might have been. A bad movie? It had the awesome scene where the dude tries to shoot Superman in the eye and the bullet just shatters. (laughs) (laughs) And Superman had a kid and... And Superman had an asthmatic kid, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast here. Hold on. 
Terrible movie. Oh, by the way, uh, go see Civil War. We've got our tickets for 6.30 tomorrow. All right. It is... It's all made. I know. I... Age of I, Ultron is a trashy fan flick. Civil War two. Civil War is Avengers two. <laughs> okay, so I had to just check on this. So, yeah. um, have I told you about Chad at all, or no? I don't recall. Uh, he was hired uh, with our company down in Evansville, Indiana. Okay. Um, I think I've been to Evansville. He. Uh, um. Tyson, you know, was with me. I was like, "Oh yeah, I knew a, I knew a bit about the comics and video games and that sort of stuff there." And then Chad kind of just was like me mm-hmm. up to eleven. Okay. And so you know, he had the he had the whole Spider Man stuff on there, and he recognized the, the 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 loot crate Joker Batman that I gave Tyson that sort of thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's already seen it twice. Yeah. Because it's a good movie. I know. I'm sitting there like, you've seen it twice now. Because it's a good movie. On opening weekend. That's Because it's a good movie. This may be the best thing Marvel has done since Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. It may be better than Guardians of the Galaxy. All the characters had to have their own little arcs, even though it was a Captain America movie. There, it felt like there was development in a lot of the other characters as well. The villain was believable. Well, don't tell me anything past that until after 8 o'clock tomorrow. Okay. I want to hear, like, when you get out of the theater, text me. I want to hear your thoughts or well, read your thoughts. G- give me give me a few hours to, to process. Nope. Nope. Immediate <sighs> feedback. No, I, the gut reaction for movies, I, I just, I, no, no. I want, I want the gut reaction, and then I want the digested reaction. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you my gut reaction, and then... The next day, I'll give you my processed reaction. Sounds good. My gut reaction was, holy shit, that was awesome. For what it's worth, that's my processed reaction, too. All right. So think, talking about surprising things, the Simpsons are going to do a live broadcast. Um, how? They are going to use motion capture technology to animate um, voice of Homer. Dan, crazy Russell. last name. Castellanata. Yes, thank you. Castellanata, I don't remember it exactly. Uh, they're going to have him like in front of a green screen sort of thing there. They're going to use the motion capture technology to uh-huh. basically animate Homer with his movements and facial expressions and stuff. And voice. And voice. Because he is the voice. Yeah. Weird. Uh, he'll respond to calls and Twitter questions live for three minutes at the end of the show. Weird. He's going to do it twice. He's going to do it for the East Coast and for the West Coast. So there is going to be an actual three-minute segment of The Simpsons. How many questions can you answer in three minutes as Homer? I don't know. But still, it's like, it's an animated live. That's just crazy. It's, it's really cool. Like, it's yeah. very, very cool and very clever. It is going to be on I really May 15th. Hope, I really hope Fox lets it go up on YouTube. Oh, I hope so. Still, that's just crazy. That's we got the technology now where you can do that just with him standing in front of a camera, translate it into animation mm-hmm. in real time. That's nuts. I, I kind of hope they have other characters read the questions. Oh, that'd be funny. The guys have said that it's great that you can. They, they're not. It's just three minutes. <laughs> so they said they're not anytime soon going to do a whole live Simpsons episode because it's. They said 
you you can't uh, you couldn't really do a fully animated show yet. There can't be interaction. No, right? Like you can't hand something off to another character. No, that just wouldn't work. Or touch another character, it just wouldn't wouldn't translate. But still, live Simpsons. That's just crazy. That's pretty cool. I'm excited. I could actually watch it. I have I have over the air now. But yeah, because it's on Fox. So. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this last year, but remember the World Video Game Hall of Fame? Yes. Where it was Pong, Pac-Man, Tetris, Super Mario Brothers, Doom, and World of Warcraft? Yeah. Well, the 2016 class has been announced. Yeah! What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We got GTA 3. Okay. Legends of Zelda. Okay. Oregon Trail. Right. The Sims. Ugh. Oh, what? It was important. It was important. It was important. It's fine. Son- Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. And Space Invaders. All right. What was in the first batch? Pong. Pac-Man, Pong. Pac-Man, Tetris. Tetris. Super Mario Brothers, Doom, uh-huh. and World of Warcraft. All right. Plans for 2017. Asteroids, Tempest, and or Robotron. Uh, some sort of racing game, like Gran Turismo. And Wing Commander or X-Wing. Well, do you want to know what some of the other finalists were? Oh, sure. Um, there were 15 finalists. Some yeah. of the ones that didn't make it, which I wonder if I can, if they have the full list of 15. Let's see if I can find it on the official website. 2016 finalists. All right. Elite, <laughs> Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, John Madden Football, mm-hmm. Minecraft, Mm-hmm. Nuremberg, mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Red and Green, Civilization, Street Fighter 2, and Tomb Raider. I stand by my guesses for next year. The real trick is going to be next year when they announce it, remembering to come back to this episode. Well, that's what a Google Calendar is for. Let's see, they announced it let's See Thursday, May 5th. So you're going to put in a reminder for next year. Feel free to invite me to this reminder. See, March 31st last year. No, sorry. Uh, June 4th last year was the uh, last year's Hall of Fame induction. But man, some of these. I, I, I could, yeah, Steam Sims was just, what, the best selling PC game for how many years? Yeah. Oregon Trail, everybody <clears throat> played that game in school. Yep, growing up. GTA 3, I remember working at Best Buy when GTA 3 came out. It was a very, very well-received game. Sonic the Hedgehog was Mario on steroids. <laughs> sort of. It was, it, was the, it was the Mario for people who didn't play Nintendo games. It was the first true competition to Nintendo. Yes. Also was there to show that games could be a little edgier and weren't necessarily for kids. Mm-hmm. And then Legends of Zelda is Legends of Zelda. Uh, singular, not plural. Sorry, Legends of Zelda. Legend. Leg- Legend of Zelda. My, wow, it's wow. The How legend. long have I done that? Really? I have no idea. It's The Legend of Zelda. I thought it was The Legends of Zelda. Uh, nope. if it is, I've been wrong nope, for no, no, 30 no, years. No, 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 The Legend of Zelda. I'm just Okay, like, <laughs> like I, I didn't think I'd been wrong for 30 years, but I could have been wrong. The Legend of Zelda. That's one of the best NES games around. Shigeru Miyamoto has one from last year and one from this year. Zelda and Mario. Because Miyamoto is a great video game guy. Yep. See, Space Invaders, that one, there were times where people actually had to go to the Space Invader game and empty out the coin box because it was too full when that game came out. 
Yeah, that's true of a lot of games, though. That's actually the the rumor of the very first Pong arcade cabinet, was that, like, the day they put it in, they got a phone call from the bar owner saying, hey, you gotta come down here, the machine's broken. And it was overfilled. Oh, jeez. Wait, was Space Invaders the first game to include a high score at the top of the screen? Um, did Pac-Man predate Space Invaders? Shit, I should know this. Go, go, Google Foo. First video game to use the term high score was Midway's Seawolf. Okay. Uh, that was a predetermined high score where you would get bonus playing time, but it didn't save the top score. Uh, yep, Space Invaders was the first one to save the player's score. Okay. Yeah. Not bad, huh? Not bad. No, this is, this is, a, this is a good group. Yeah, nothing in there is is too far reaching. No, no, I'm I pretty could, confident I, about my predictions for next year, though. Yeah, I have you made that Google Calendar reminder? No, no, I have not. You should do so right now. Just set it for a year from today. All right, hold on, calendar, Google dot com slash calendar, create untitled event, video games, <coughs> all day event. Five eight twenty seventeen. Five eight twenty seventeen. All right, one year from today. Okay, so we'll have to come back to this episode and figure out what's going on. All right, what else? Steam uh, now accepts Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little. I, I'm not sure. Like, is that going to be a fluctuating price then? Because the value of Bitcoin fluctuates. Well, isn't the value of Bitcoin also like posted online or no? Yeah. Well, then it will probably just parse whatever the current price is, and then right. But like it, it what is what is point oh one Bitcoin now? Maybe point oh one one Bitcoin tomorrow, right? I have no idea what the scale of Bitcoin is anymore. I don't know. But just the game price in Bitcoin will likely change on a day to day basis, or even an instant to instant basis. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking is it gives you the price in local currency. Oh, and when you purchase it through Bitcoin, it yes. just deducts the right amount. Yeah, it deducts yeah, I it. Guess. It does. It parses the current price and deducts it from your cyber wallet or whatever it is that you store Bitcoins in. Um, we talked about uh, a few months ago uh, Activision Blizzard buying King. Yes, and we're like, well, that's not going to seem to be a good thing for them. Right. It, it was a very odd decision. Um, were we right? They released their quarter results. Yeah. March 31st. And the Activision and Blizzard part of Activision Blizzard was actually down, but because of the money they made from King, they actually beat its forecast. Oh, wow. Beating its forecast. Put in yeah. record results. Uh, now, is that because of money they made on Candy Crush or what? I don't know. I'd have to dig into this yeah. a bit more, but it seems that it's actually the, the King acquisitions making them money. Cool. Take them quite a bit of time to make back the amount that they spent on it. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I think that they they might be in trouble with their with Overwatch for what it's worth. Oh yeah, you guys played that, didn't you? Yep. And probably will play it again later tonight if you're interested in joining. No, I'm good. Okay. I don't have it installed on this laptop either, so yep. I'd have to download the six gigabyte install. Oh, oh it's not that bad. It's six gigs. It is six gigabytes. 
How big is World of Warcraft now, Andy? I don't know. It's also big. It's like 30 gigabytes. That's just wrong. It's huge. 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 I think I still have my vanilla CDs, too. I wonder what happens if I try to install it there. Uh, It'll install vanilla. Yep. And then it'll ask you to update. (laughs) And then it will just patch. And then it will update for a couple hours. It will patch. And patch some more. And patch some more. And then patch a little bit more after that. And when it's done, it'll probably patch again. It actually might be faster if you want to just like start playing to download the installer than to use your CDs. Oh, probably. Because the newer versions only download the files that they actually need to get you started, and everything else is downloaded on the fly. Gotcha. So, like, you don't download the the uh, Northrend right away. All the details for that part of the map. Because you're not going to be there when you first start out. Right. Gotcha. All right. It, it's going to download, like, the starting zones, and that's it. A lot of the core pieces, and that's it. And then as you play, it finishes downloading the rest of it. Ah, uh, Chrome... I know this is probably, we've seen this article a couple of times, but once again, Chrome overtakes Internet Explorer for the most popular desktop browser. Does IE just, like, keep retaking it? Because I swear we've done this before. Well, it's different metrics. People are doing different measurements of it. Uh This one, though, as people say, is the most um, IE-friendly measurement of browsers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, even according to them, you know, from 40,000 websites... For the month of April, Chrome was at 41.66%, and Internet Explorer, which is IE plus Edge, is at 41.35%. <coughs> so it's even the most favorable Internet Explorer measurement says now that Chrome is beating it. Hmm. So I feel like at this point we can officially state. Officially, Chrome has outpaced Internet Explorer. Yes. Uh, when does Windows 10 free upgrade stop? July 29th, I think. Oh, good. So then it will stop bugging me to upgrade to Windows 10 after July 29th. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Of course, if you don't do the upgrade by then, it is no longer a free upgrade. Well, I'll send that out to people next month once I talk to my boss about work laptops and such. Since Windows 10 breaks our current VPN. Mm, yep. Well, if you want that free upgrade, got to do it soon. All right. So maybe it's time to figure out how to get that VPN working with Windows 10. Oh, uh, there is. I'm actually opening up my work email right now. Okay. Because somebody figured it out. I have to go in and muck with the registry, though, because that's always fun. That's not dangerous at all. (laughs) That's why I told people, and they're like, hey, can I update my laptop to Windows 10? And I'm like, "Mm, yes. Not yet. Yes, you can. You You won't be able to use it. You will lose all access, but you can. Yeah, I won't stop you, but I won't support you if you do it. That's what I was basically telling people. But yeah, no, I'll go pull it up and check it out. Okay. So I got an Arduino. And by I got, I mean someone sent me an Arduino. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what to do with, like, with it. Like, no clue what to do with it. None at all. I just have an Arduino now. I actually have two. Well, I have a couple of Raspberry Pis sitting in a box. Haven't yep. figured out what to do with them either. I have those too. I have two Raspberry Pis and two Arduinos, and no clue what to do with either of them. We'll work something out, maybe. 
who sent me the email about that? I have to. Andy, focus. Sorry. Let's come back. All right. You do work later. Yes. No working on the podcast. (laughs) Well, last little bit there is a 29-year study with cell phones in Australia. Yeah? Have found no link between brain cancer and cell phones. Because it's not ionizing radiation. I know, but I'm saying, like, if anybody, you know, somebody says that, you can be like, for goodness sakes, Australia did a 29-year study. 29 years. No link. Nope. Stop it. Yes. Your Wi-Fi is not giving you cancer or a headache. Right. Okay. So, should we hit the... Uh, reviews? Yes. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Random review. My Your review turn. this week is the hickeys. Uh, what you and Kate do in the privacy of your bedroom probably is not a good thing for a review. Hickeys, the no-tie elastic shoelaces. Hickey, H-I-S- no-tie. Spelled like hickey, H-I-C-K-I-E-S. Yes. Okay. They are basically rubber elastic shoelaces. Okay. That you put on your shoes to replace <laughs> your normal shoelaces. Do they wear out? Uh, I they have stick? not. Dick. How long have you been using these? Uh, I've been actually using uh, one on one shoe and my regular shoelaces on my other shoe for a couple of weeks now. To try okay. them out. And well, they make them for, like, dress shoes, too. They make, like, professional-looking ones. Yeah. They, they Lots of different colors and styles. Okay. So, but again, like, tell me, are they, are you, are they nice? Do they look good? Do they Yeah, normally when I get work? shoes. Are they comfortable? Yes. When, uh, especially for me, because my shoes, I want them to fit like a glove. So there have been times where I've actually taken the shoelaces that have come with my shoes and gotten shorter ones because I tie my shoes so tight that the the regular laces are too long. Okay. Like, so I want these things to, like, clamp down on my foot. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I don't know how this is going to work, you know, with these elastic, stretchy things there. Are they going to be able to get tight enough? And are they going to stretch out? Yeah. So that's why I've been wearing one shoe with them and one shoe without them for a couple of weeks to see how well they fit. How well do they fit? They fit quite nice. Okay. I had to experiment a little bit on how to lace these hickeys in order to get the, the tightness in places where it's normally really tight and then um, loose enough that I can actually slip the shoe on and off when I need to. Mm-hmm. But they... I could not tell the difference between my normal laces and the hickeys while I was wearing the shoes. I just couldn't. So it made it, you know, putting one of my shoes on a whole lot easier. So you don't need to unlace them to put the shoes on, right? No. You just, they're elastic, so it turns any pair of shoes to a pair of slip-on shoes. How many different styles do you have? Uh, I just got just the black ones. Ah, I didn't so want to get. I'm you looking know, like, through, and like, there's all these other like silver and black and gold, and there's the black label now, where they have this like professional dress shoe with 14 karat gold, <laughs> which is currently sold out. Yep, buy three, get one free. <sighs> okay, weird, sir. Very weird. This feels like it was started on Kickstarter. Was this a Kickstarter? Uh, I'm not sure if it was a Kickstarter or not. I know Kate got it on uh, VAT19 originally, but you can also order them through Amazon. Yep. Develop the concept further and set up a Kickstarter campaign. 
boom, these were definitely a Kickstarter product. <laughs> you get 14 of them in a single pack, which I think I've got... I think I'm only using like four of them on my one shoe. So 14 of these things, I could almost do like two sets of sneakers in a single pack. I could do three shoes. Because the shoe I'm looking at, my, my New Balance, there's like eight holes, so I'd only use like six of them. Well, it depends on how tightly or loosely you want them. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I usually don't tie my shoes anyway, so I guess pretty loose. Well, you could try them out. Yeah. If I wanted to spend $20. Hey, like it. Plus shipping. Oh, it's, like I said, I can get my shoe on now with, with like... With what? 10, 15, it, it's a lot. I can do that too because yes. I don't tie it. Or I, actually my dress shoes, I just don't untie them. I just slide in and out. How do you keep them on your feet? Easily. Every time I've tried to do that with a pair of shoes, my foot just pops right out. You do it wrong. Like I said, I'm also comfortable with my shoes gripping my feet so tightly, it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. When I do running shoes, the people tie my <laughs> shoes, and I'm like, well, that's nice. Let me do this correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hickeys. Shoelace replacements. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them. Okay. Good to know. So, random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Which Star Trek actor... Do you wish could have co-starred with Elvis in an Elvis movie? Jonathan Frakes. Really, Jonathan Frakes? Because I would have put him on a saxophone and let him duet with Elvis. <laughs> I didn't think of the musical number aspect of an Elvis Uh-huh. Movie. Uh-huh. You see, I was thinking of the, the Elvis needs a funny buddy cop sort of thing, so that oh, would have been... No. No, he doesn't. He needs a, he Elvis. You know, needs needs a needs a sidekick. It's kind of like the the doesn't, does not need a sidekick. Like the the Fred Astaire movies. Fred Astaire was always there. He was the main character, but he always had a humorous sidekick with him because he couldn't act. So he I dance, have a, but not act. I have a feeling that Brent <clears throat> Spiner would be the best one. Mm, maybe I like my answer better. Jonathan Jonathan Frakes would be perfect for a musical. Yep. Granted, you know, he could probably also direct the movie as well. Yep. He could write, direct, star, co-star. I don't know, I'm, I'm going for the, the comedic... You're going for the, the buddy cop movie? Yeah, I'm going for the comedic foil to okay. Elvis. That, that's got to be Brent Spiner. All right. Jonathan Frakes, man. <laughs> it's bad that neither of us went you... with any of the women. I was going to say, neither one of us also went for a captain. I had thought of that. Well, hey, hey, Riker is a captain. True. Yes, he did captain for a bit. He was a captain for a little. Um, I My original thought had been Patrick Stewart, just because that would have been very interesting to watch and because Patrick Stewart is good in anything. But I, I had to go with Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, nope. Sticking with data. All right. Sounds good. Anything else or no? That would be it, sir. All right, well, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>